0: How he was acting, it was all an act. All I can remember is his fist. His fist? It was a long night. Mm. Oh, shit, we're recording. Oh, um... Your line is, bondage looks good on you. Bondage looks good on you, Kay. You know what? I can't do
1: this. I know. I know how hard it must have been for you.
0: I know you only did what I told you, but that doesn't make seeing you watch Buffy with him any easier. I think
1: I need a break. Watching Buffy with the cat meant nothing. I was thinking of you the whole time. You still my girl? Always. This week, the Buffy Gays perform an elaborate ruse to discuss Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, Episode 17, Enemies. We'll act out some behind-the-scenes trivia and our thoughts on the episode while we get Angel
0: all worked up.
1: We'll finally punch Xander in his dumb face and rate the episode on a scale of 1 to 10 stakes. And we'll discuss the queer themes and gayest moment of the episode
0: while cutting the constant bisexual tension with an oddly curved knifey scalpel thing.
1: So grab the closest sharp object, watch a risque European film in a public theater, and call a favor from that hum, human, demon, demon, uh, the guy that you introduced his wife to with your the Buffy, buffy games. May I just say something? Psych. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> We're not actually the Buffy games. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to work that in earlier, but then I was like, no, this is already funny. I like it. You, you did it. You did it. You got it.
0: Hello all, I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. And we're a couple of small town gays who love Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Together, we'll examine each episode of this trailblazing series through the lens of our own queer experiences.
0: We'll dive deep into the stacks to break down each episode.
1: Share some behind the scenes trivia at Scooby meetings. And explore
0: queer themes as we stand against the forces of darkness.
1: So, whether you're a first time watcher or you've been a fan since the old ones walked the earth, we invite you to join
0: weekly patrols of the Sunnydale streets with your Buffy Buffy Gaze. Gaze.
1: Kyle, oh hey Zach, <laughs> <laughs> I said hi. Ooh, first. This is the second <laughs> time
0: this has happened.
1: Uh, you gave me chills.
0: Oh, uh, they're
1: multiplying, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm losing control. <laughs> what? What did the? We just watched Drag Race. What did? What did? Was it Ross who said someone looked like uh, Sandy from Greece, mixed, uh, wearing a kimono, or? Something? Oh no, no, no. It was Dan. Uh, Ross was Harvey. on that episode. Uh, yeah, it was Carson. That Harvey Harvey Wien said, "Uh, Jax, not Jax. Aura looked like Sandy from Greece in Memoirs of a Geisha because she was wearing like a kimono made out of a puffer jacket." Thing. Sandy, Sandy,
1: Sandy. <laughs> That's better. I had to get another. <laughs> read All right, on Zach. That one.
0: What's so important that you had to start the show instead of me? You got something to say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got something to say. <laughs> Uh, No, I don't know. I just wanted to do it. Just wanted to change it up. Yeah, shake shit up, you know? It's
0: time. Let's shake shit up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah.
1: So uh, we've watched this episode. We are preparing for it. I... I uh, I feel like I got even more nuance into this episode than I th- things that I didn't like think about before, and I'm interested to talk to you about them.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this episode, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. <laughs> uh,
1: Surprised We liked an episode of Buffy. Kel supri- I mean, <laughs> why don't we just start a podcast about it? It's already, not really,
0: then? it's not necessarily a given. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true fact. <laughs> Very um, true. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun. So do you have any trivia about Enemies for me, Zachary? Just a skosh. A
1: so, smidgen. Mm, a curse smudgen. So <laughs> uh, Enemies first aired on Tuesday, March 16th, 1999. The episode was directed by David Grossman. New director alert. Yes. This is our first new director since... Uh, Dar- Darren Serafian who directed "Killed by Death" back in season two. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, they didn't. They
0: didn't let him come back.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a few one-offs.
0: Uh, uh, sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I mean, he had a fine career after. But anyway, uh, so Grossman has 113 directing credits on IMDb. Holy shit. uh, And that's not even his, like, second unit director, producer, other things. Damn. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the dude has directed a lot of shit. um, So... It started back in 1986 with something called Popples that looked like some kind of weird straight-to-DVD off-brand Muppet That sounds like a toy. Yeah. It looks like little uh, Care Bears or something (laughs) on the cover. I didn't read the description because I didn't really care. I um, I was like, well, that looks weird. Uh, But anyway, he directed a ton of award shows, actually. like He's (laughs) done the Oscars. He's done... like the mtv music awards he's done um the american movie awards he's done like a lot of different award shows but he's also done a ton of like talk shows kids shows dramas like he did here's a list uh, of this is a condensed list thank god um so (laughs)
0: zach is about to list all 113 he did this
1: is as condensed as i could make it. just like the hits that i recognized <laughs> um uh-huh. and i left off a few but anyway the late show with joan rivers um oh joan he did a just a shitload of kid shows i didn't write them all down but it was a lot uh sabrina the teenage witch ooh lois and clark the new adventures of superman uh roswell ali mcbeal hmm. mad tv dead like me a uh, ton of other popular shows like Basically, if it was popular, especially between like the early, late like, in the nineties and early two thousands, he probably fucking directed an episode of it. Um, and then he is most well known though for directing uh, the Desperate Housewives.
0: Oh, ho ho ho! Uh, get get Pablo on the phone from uh, mm. Scared Gay.
1: I just said the Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I realized. Whoops. Just Desperate Housewives. But yeah, the Desperate Housewives of whatever town they live in. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've never actually watched that show. Have you seen it?
0: No, I have not. Okay. Anyway. Wait, no. Desperate Housewives. Pablo likes real housewives. Paul, stop stop writing that text to me. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're about to say. You can
1: almost see the little dots. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that is the... Uh, b- Dur- for our first director spotlight in so long. Yeah, it's had been one. a while. A while indeed. Uh, the writer of this episode
0: uh, is Doug Petrie, who uh, his first and most recent episode he directed was Revelations, mm. which I thought was I thought it was really interesting that uh, did I say directed? He wrote Revelations, uh, and I think it's really interesting that he wrote that episode and now is writing this episode. Because mm. I like, always thought he was such a
1: dish. What? <laughs> oh, petri dish. <laughs> I
2: was like, what I the wish fuck I was close enough about? to
1: hit the button for the, the. the, the uh, this, I don't even remember D which drums. D. <laughs> Jesus, <Jeez>, that's so <laughs> that loud. That was
0: very loud. Oh my god. Uh, yes. Uh, so it's uh, so revelations. is like that first episode where we got Faith's little mm. uh, the beginning of her face heel turn, and now mm. the uh, Scoobies are learning that she's evil now. Turn, so turn, interesting. turn, kick turn, ten. Turn, turn, turn.
1: So any uh, fun facts besides direct or not? Okay, I want to ask you this question. Um mm-hmm. so we've been talking about maybe doing um trivia for like a bonus episode. Yeah. And uh, I have a question. Uh do you know the name of the demon that the they has the book of books of ascension? I don't think so. I don't think they say it in this episode, do they? I don't think there's any way you could guess it. If you could just take just take a wild guess. Doug. Skyler. Oh, ho, ho, ho. all right. So, anyway, uh, yeah, (laughs) Skylar. Uh, (laughs) But one thing that Skylar introduces kind of in this episode is the concept that there are, like, kind of benign demons out there Mm -hmm. that are... Whistler did that. Yeah, I guess. And you even said
0: said that about Whistler in Becoming.
1: Or, yeah, I guess... Damn, I did. But this is
0: the first time Buffy has come into contact with one. Yeah. Well... Never mind. <laughs> she came. She talked to Whistler, but she was very hostile toward him and in a hurry. So,
1: well, and she didn't know he was a demon, did she? Maybe not. Actually, I just th- actually think maybe she didn't. Does he even say he? He says just he's... looks
0: like a regular person. Yeah. So he does tell. He doesn't say I'm a demon, but is he is. A, is but he a Angel's demon? like you're a demon, right? And he's like yeah, something like that. Or So something I was gonna say is he like a demon? That. He is. He's a demon. Whistler's a demon.
1: Anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah, well we get I guess This is the first unambiguous yeah, uh, the guy who is demon. very clearly a demon. Yes. <laughs> and uh anyway, um so yeah, there's that. Um and uh so <laughs> I think... Is that the only thing I wanted to say? That might have been the only thing I really wanted to say. Beforehand.
0: Do you have a fun fact about Faith and Buffy's interaction at the end of the episode?
1: The smooch?
0: Yes. No. So uh, I just, I'm just going to do this right now so I don't forget. In the script, Faith was supposed to kiss Buffy on the lips. Mm-hmm. But the CW just could not have that. Mm. And it makes total sense because... Faith is gay as hell in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. this is bad girls level fucking Talking about the Faith. sad,
1: sad girls. Mm-hmm.
0: Or I guess I, could, I should just go ahead and say bye as hell because she's really into Angel, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, so anyway, okay, speaking of Faith, though, um, she did say that she did her and Angel's fight scene like she did the stunts. Uh-huh. I mean, I think very clearly when it's like her and Buffy and it's a little bit more... Like, hi yes. Uh There You can see how it's a stunt double. But she said she did her fight scene with Angel. And um, there's, like, these kind of clips from, like, an interview, I guess, or, like, quotes where she said, we don't mind coming home with bruises. Like, I guess her <laughs> and David Boreanaz did that fight scene, like, didn't use stunt doubles for it, <laughs> um, which is interesting. Also, this sort of marks um, Cordelia's, like, full return to the Scooby Gang because she's just in there. Yeah, helping she's just them been like no real preamble. Yeah,
0: she's just been like hanging
1: around the school for the past several episodes. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess they've got this weird storyline of her fawning over Wesley as like I guess an in for her to come back. Yeah, which I hate. Yeah, they just like. They really, I really dropped the
0: ball after after the wish, and they're mm-hmm. like, eh, Cordelia's bully again. And, oh, I guess we should have her back since we're paying her a uh, main character salary. So here, she likes the new watcher. <sighs> I don't know, man, but yeah. And one more thing. <laughs> uh,
1: so wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Were you inten- <laughs> sorry? Were you intentionally referencing Jackie Chan Adventures? No. <gasps> wait. Yeah, no, that was Jackie Chan Adventures. The the uh, uncle, I think it's his uncle in the episode or in the episode in the uh, series, always goes and one more thing to uh, Jackie Chan.
1: I don't think that's like original to the to that.
0: Well, it is very it is very prominent in the show because mm. he does it constantly because he's like and one more thing, it's and he says it, gag.
1: and then Jackie starts to leave, and he's like and
0: one more thing,
1: mm. nice. Anyway, um no, I was not referencing that, but uh so something that people may have noticed back in season 2 when Angel went to um evil Angel or Angelus form, uh-huh. he was like a lot paler. Uh-huh. And like they changed his makeup and stuff. Uh and they um you know Im- Angel is imitating evil angel or soulless yes. angel or angelus or whatever you want to call it, however you want to determine that <laughs> yeah right um i'm just going to call soulless angel angelus to make it easier yes, yes yes um they didn't do that in this episode so it's kind of like this subtle hint to the audience that like he hasn't yeah, actually makes sense been turned so yeah that's all i want to talk about outside the episode all right do you want to give our disclaimer yeah, so it's time for us to do our deep dive on the episode where we share our thoughts and uh, behind-the-scenes info and all that good shit. Good shit! And uh, if you haven't seen the entire series, you needn't be afeared, for we shan't spoil anything for you, only discussing what hath happened up to this very pointeth, uh, and not beyondeth it. So uh, let's do this. And what are we going to do if we do refer to future Oh, events? that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if we uh, if we do allude to anything, it shall only be with the cheekiest of foreshadowing. Only the cheekiest. Cheeky. Mm, so cheeky. <laughs> do you? that i'm actually i am actually referencing something when i do that i don't know what that is it's mary poppins oh, my Cause... name is chicky chicky chicky, chicky. <laughs> yes that's it yeah <laughs> that's because when she's singing to herself in the mirror and then like the other version the mirror version of her keeps doing all these progressively more ridiculous like uh-huh. uh, melismas and vocal runs and things <laughs> and then she's like she looks back and she's like cheeky <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, um so, so...
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> We start with a previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. For some reason, they feel it's necessary to show us like Faith's first scene in the season as though we're going to forget (laughs) that Faith exists and that she's a slayer. We're going to just be
1: like, who is that? I
0: was like, what? Why are you showing? Because it's like, I am Faith. And it shows Oz going, I think there's a new slayer in town. I was like, why is this necessary? That is so funny to me.
1: I guess if you had just like, Maybe their thought is like if you've just started watching the show,
0: but that there are so many things you wouldn't
1: understand. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. What well, like they didn't
0: do? They didn't show anything about angel turning evil. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. So
1: why? It uh, makes a, 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 it makes a kind of sense that's not. Yes. To quote the show,
0: uh-huh. they remind us that Faith likes slaying too much. She doesn't care that she killed someone. Uh, that Giles thinks she's unstable, and that the mayor had a job opening for her, so she's evil now. <laughs> now before we get into the episode proper, I just want to say it's nice to have an angel, ep- an episode where Angel is actually featured, mm-hmm. because that hasn't happened since *Amends*. Because Angel has like been in episodes, but he just kind of shows up to help out with stuff mm. and doesn't really do anything. Like, maybe there will be a tiny little moment mm. between him and Buffy, but everything else has just been like, "Oh, here, here I am. I'm gonna help fight." <laughs> and it, that's it. So it's fine. Nice to have like actual Angel stuff after Amends. Right. Uh, so Angel and Buffy are coming out of Le Banque de, Amelia,
1: <laughs> which. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was
0: I, I. don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I have some idea of how to pronounce
1: things in French. Anyway, um, so that happened, but uh, so that movie is not real, by the way. The, I mean, uh, it makes sense that they would make something up for this awkward. Because if they would have like, I mean, how could they include a real like, you know, a scandalous European movie that clearly has lots of sex in it? Yes. And, uh, you, they couldn't include a real title. Probably they would have yeah. gotten in trouble for that. Right, exactly. Standards and practices. Because they'd been
0: be. are our child. Especially if it were like today, they'd be like, "Oh no, my seven-year-old who loves <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer looked this up on the internet and saw porn." <laughs> That's Spoiler what
1: alert, Judith. He's been looking at porn already for years. Uh,
0: he, Zachary, he's seven years old. What's wrong with
1: you? If he's got access to the internet, he's seen porn. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, so Buffy's wearing
0: this. Bangin' purple coat is so nice looking. Uh, They're obviously very uncomfortable, and Buffy's like, that was very artistic. I've never actually seen... I thought it was about food. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he's just like,
1: well, there was food. And she's <laughs> she like, oh, right. yeah. The scene with the food. Very
0: funny. I was, like, I was like, did they see a
1: porn in the theater? It seems like they saw porn. I don't think it was a porn. I think it was just, you know, there's like porn. these. porn. Uh, I don't think it was a porno. <laughs> I don't think it was a porn. I don't think that they saw a porno. <laughs> but I do think that, I don't know where this voice came from, but I do think that they saw a like, European movie. Yes. which those are like a lot more uh, fast and loose I think with the uh, the nudity and the sexuality. Yes, yes. Cuz we're all like you can watch somebody's head explode but you can't see a whole vagina. You cannot see or, one
0: penis.
1: Yes, you can't see a pe- definitely can't see a penis. Vulva too much. Vulva. I was like why did I say vagina vulva. <laughs> vulva. Vulva. anyway you can't see any of that but you could watch us decapitate someone and stick a sword through their armpits i don't know <laughs> right, exactly. like that's fine Ex- uh-huh. america literally but
0: buffy has decapitated vampires on the show
1: i wrote is this a couple's only movie theater because there are so <laughs> every person every, coming out as a couple. every extra yeah is like paired as a couple it, it it's actually like a really long time before there was anybody who doesn't look like they're coupley and it's funny because we've seen
0: several scenes of people coming out of movie theaters in the show or a couple at least and every time there's like people it's like <laughs> and people are laughing and children are playing and i'm like every time i've seen anyone come out of a movie theater they're just like walking silently to their car just ready to leave yes so um if the, unless they're me and then they're discussing the movie Right, exactly. Angel is like, I just want to do something fun. I haven't been to the movies in a while. They've changed. (laughs) Very funny. Uh, And Buffy apologizes because she's like, I don't like getting you worked up like that. I know we can't do those things because you'd lose your soul and I don't even own a kimono. And I was (laughs) like, so yeah... Sure, maybe that is would suck for Angel a little bit, but you too, Buffy. He's your boyfriend, and you can't have sex with him either. And she's just apologizing to him this whole time. Yeah, it's um
1: a little bit of a little bit of misogyny. From I was like, oh, the, so uh, Buffy,
0: like Buffy doesn't? care. She's like, oh, I could have sex or not. All that matters is whether my boyfriend gets to shoot his load, right? So yeah, I was like, okay, Buffy, like think about yourself too, Jesus. Uh, she talks, it's okay, G- women don't have sexual desires. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot Kyle. about that. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, Zachary.
1: <laughs> it's in every biology textbook. Oh yes, absolutely. The <laughs> ones that have the crosses. It doesn't on front make anyway. sense
0: with evolution. Why do women have <laughs> orgasms? I, it's a mystery. So uh, she's like, oh, I just don't like to rub your nose in it. I wonder where that expression comes <laughs> from. <laughs> that was hilarious. So
1: apparently. That to me <laughs> says there was like some kind of lingus in that movie, right? Mmm. Right? Isn't I hope that, so. Isn't that like the subtext that's rapidly becoming text? That's right?
0: definitely the subtext in what she's saying. So,
1: anyway, I was just like, all right. Damn. And, then, w- and
0: then I was like, Buffy, you should like to rub his nose in it, <laughs> right?
1: You can like to rub his nose in it, Buffy. It's fine.
0: Uh, Angel, uh, yes, Angel assures her that he's not going to lose control or get frustrated around her. Because uh, that's after he says being around her gets him worked up just fine. Because mm, Buffy is fine. Uh, and he's like, it feels nice just to feel. Buffy asks him if it drives him crazy when they're close. Did you
1: feel like this was weird? I actually
0: thought this was really sweet. Except like, for the Buffy not caring about herself.
1: I mean, I guess. are Have they admitted that they're like in a relationship again before this? Ooh. I guess not. It not just feels really. like they're suddenly in a relationship now, whereas like everything they've done up until this point has been like, no, no, we cannot touch. I. Don't, it's just, we must not look at each other. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like
0: they're since lovers walk, there was lovers walk and they were like, we can't see each other. And then they immediately start seeing each other again. Uh-huh. And I, th- I feel like it's just like this kind of thing where like they're t- kind of tiptoeing yeah. around it, but they're, it's also sort of understood that they're together right uh so he kisses her to demonstrate how much control he has and uh he's like see safe as houses and i was like what the fuck does that mean angel i've never never heard heard that that before no
1: it's a very common saying Uh, what does that mean i would imagine it's like the same thing as saying you're safe as if you were in a house i don't i've never looked up like the etymology or like the background of I'm that. It
0: does make sense for a vampire to use that expression because your own
1: house is basically the only place you're safe from vampires. But that is like, that is an incredibly common
0: I have never heard it before. So I wrote more kissy poo because they kiss again. <laughs> and Faith is there and she says, check out the lust bunnies. And Buffy's like, God, fucking Faith is here. She is so pissed off. She's like, patrol. And uh, Faith set, or Angel asks Faith, he's like, the council has you
1: back on active duty? She's like, yep, they want us down on Mercer. Let's go. This is another part of the story too where I, like, I feel like there's such extreme mixed messaging about Faith like position
0: right and like it's so fast to Well, because they were
1: like okay step one we literally were going to fly her to england two episodes ago no no, not not even that step one put her in shackles and chain her up in a truck exactly like kidnap her to england forcibly and then actually we'll just have her do some tests with wesley and we'll have Buffy do him, too, because... Yeah, in the last episode, reasons. Giles
0: thought she was too unstable to even, like, go and help them at
1: the bronze. And then... Well, I mean, uh, the council wouldn't give, dick about, give a right. dick about what Giles <laughs> thinks, but, like... <laughs> wouldn't give a dick i don't even give a dick i don't even give a dick yeah the the council wouldn't give a dick about what giles thinks That's <laughs> and i don't know i'm sure somebody said that before but i'm claiming it as my own um, <laughs> they wouldn't give a dick but yeah now she's just like that's ah, fine
0: yeah it's very it's, just a, it's a little
1: strange slayer duties
0: i feel like i don't know they they should have just hired her as a main cast member for the season because like her just being gone for so much of the middle stuff and then all this stuff happening toward the end it's like the pacing is a little off to me Uh, Mm -hmm. but she leaves with Buffy and she said, she tells Angel, don't worry, just keeping her warm for you. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Uh Hey, there's, there's certain stuff that Angel cannot give to Faith or give to Buffy. Mm. Uh, and Faith is, Faith is going to take care of it. I bet she'd know how to give somebody a download tickle. (laughs) Yes. Right. Uh, so we cut to the cemetery, uh, and Faith is uh, commenting on Buffy's willpower thing. And she's like, I don't think I could handle the way that you're not handling it. And I was (laughs) like, she's talking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes uh and buffy buffy starts to tell her to shut the fuck up about angel but then she says duck because there is huh. a demon behind her uh, she ends up pushing him against the wall of a mausoleum mm-hmm. of a large structure in the cemetery yeah and he's mausoleum. like s- and he said it's some demon he says stake me now and you'll never find out what i got for you think about it a demon who's seeking slayers highly unusual he starts talking about the books of ascension how they deal with dark stuff and the mayor would hate if someone got them before he you know Buffy doesn't know and he says meet me here tomorrow and if the price is right I can give them to you he asks for five thousand dollars for the books Mm -hmm. of ascension and Faith is like let me guess so you can buy some skin (laughs) care
1: I just really like how he's dropping these names of like these things that seem, you know, very important to him. And then Buffy's just like, never hoid of him.
0: Never hoid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. She just gives no
1: fucks. It's really
0: funny. Uh, and he's like, I, "Well, I need a, I need the money to buy a plane ticket before it's before it's adios, Slayer Loco." And I was like, "What the
1: action? What?" I'm sure that's a reference, but I don't get it.
0: I had no idea. And uh, he's like, "What do you say?" And Faith's like, "Die, fiend, die!" sums it up. She and she tries to stake him, but Buffy's <laughs> like, "Ah, let him go. He's harmless." Uh, and Faith thinks a demon is a demon. Uh, Buffy says she'd like to know more about these books. Uh, pinning down the mayor could be great and i was like "Mm, would it be great to pin down the mayor Mm -hmm. and faith's like yeah it'd be great (laughs) and we're like "Ooh, faith's in league with the mayor and that comment i was like do you what do you think about the mayor zach do you think would you fuck the mayor what well the the pinning <laughs> the pinning down the mayor comment i was like pinning down the mayor because i was just being dumb and like ooh, like, like you're having sex with him but then i was uh, like would i have sex with the mayor
1: <laughs> i mean he's not like an unattractive person i was
0: just thinking i was trying to compare him to giles because giles is like the other main mature man in the show and I was like, I'd
1: definitely have sex
0: with Giles. I think I might also have sex with I the feel mayor. Like the
1: mayor gives like way too Republican vibes for me.
0: I don't know. He seems like he might. It's he's lived like for a, a long time. Character. He might
1: be a little freaky. Freaky, freaky, freaky. Uh, Plus, he'd probably try to kill me at the end or something. Sacrifice my soul to some. <laughs> that, demon is that is true. That is true. You'd have to. to be very careful. Uh, uh,
0: just, just something that popped into my brain. I had to ask the question at right. some point. Sure. <laughs> go off sis uh, so after the intro we cut to the mayor's office uh, Faith is telling him that the demon looked demonic mm-hmm. and uh, she's telling him about the books and then he's like uh, oh he's willing to, willing to sell them she confirms and he's like I wish you'd pull your hair back and she's like what the fuck <laughs> It's like, you've got such a nice face. I don't know why you hide it. It feels like such a 90s thing, like the bad girl who lets her hair get in her face. Uh, It reminds me of like, there's like this trope of like the rebellious teenage girl who has her hair covering one of her eyes. Mm. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I... Yeah. But it's... And it's funny to me because Faith's hair does not cover her face. I I wrote... I mean her face is pretty visible. Yeah, it's like it's out in the open. I don't I I don't know what you're talking about, Mayor Wilkins. So um uh Faith is like, well, it's just a matter of time before he spills and then Buff and her super friends are going to do something and he's like, "You worry too much. Luckily, I've got just the thing to help." And he has a pitcher of milk sitting out in the open I in just, his office. Yeah, I
1: just throw he just keeps a pitcher of milk <laughs> on the counter. Ew. I
0: was like, "What the fuck is ha- this is just room temperature milk just on the counter?" Ew, David. Ew. Wilkins uh, <laughs> so he's like I want you to find this demon kill the heck out of him bring the books to me and uh and she's like and if Buffy and he's like I don't want to think about that uh and he's like I'd like to think about good positive up thoughts and if you fail me well replacing trick was chore enough and she's like what the fuck and he's like ah, I'm just kidding uh drink up there's nothing uncool about healthy teeth and bones <laughs> What the fuck? This man is unhinged.
1: But that's why he's so great. Uh huh. I love it. He's such a wild, like, he's just like a 1950s sitcom dad. Yes. But also wants to murder everyone and has sold his soul and is immortal. Which is really, really cool. I mean, that's what makes him interesting.
0: Yeah, I agree. So we cut to the library and Wesley's asking about this demon and uh, talking about how it's unusual, how he wanted cash. (laughs) <laughs> Giles mm. is like, whatever happened to the still beating heart of a virgin? Nobody has any standards <laughs> it's anymore. It's very funny. Uh they're wondering what the ascension
1: is. Do you not think it's really weird that like there's just no knowledge of this? It seems like kind of a big thing. I mean, like, I I I do understand kind of like the idea that like nobody knows Oh, it's hard to talk about this, but Never mind, I should stop talking about it. Okay. It just seems really weird.
0: I, well... And
1: that there is knowledge in books, but, like, only this one set of books...
0: I don't know if you think about how he's prepared for it, like he's basically started this town and like given it away to demons to ransack for however much time, and like that's a lot of preparation for something like this, you know. So mm. it
1: feels like maybe it hasn't happened a whole lot. I think this is a discussion we should save for a few episodes down the road, probably. Perhaps anyway. we'll see because then we can talk about it a little bit more freely. So
0: Willow recognizes that the Marinstadt text has a section on the ascension mm. and. Just is like, how did you know that? And she's like, I found it on the secret pile on in your office or whatever you don't want me to see. And Xander's what? like, were there any engravings I should know about? Frolicking nymphs, perhaps. And I was like, Of course, Xander wants porn. Remember when he was checking out uh, those books from the library, right? All to the witchcraft see, books, yeah, naked witches or whatever. <laughs> and
1: he was like, You guys have no idea why I checked those out. And so, and well, was like to look at the naked engravings, yes, yeah, <laughs> I that um, was a very funny, a good callback. Uh-huh. And uh, um i you i you also skipped over uh xander's wow or buffy's wow we have a winner and then xander more importantly two losers yeah the two
0: watchers had no idea and will just remembers it from this random book she read did
1: you notice her sweater
0: Uh, yeah, she was. It was like a like a a man pulling uh pulling like a cart with a man like whipping him. Yeah, what the fuck? It is that? was very strange. It was also like gray and like kind of drab. Or oh, it was like an olive color. And
1: she was wearing like a collared shirt underneath. It was very strange. I mean, the whipping part I'm still weird about. But yes, like, yes, I more agree. than the collared shirt under a sweater. Uh-huh. That's, that's <laughs> not that outlandish, but um, yeah. Well, it's not something we've seen Willow wear before. It's
0: yeah, I thought it was very interesting as well.
1: I was just trying to figure it out, and there's like some other shit underneath it I couldn't see. But anyway,
0: uh, so they refer to this uh, this book that Willow was talking about, and uh, there's a reference to someone's journal, and they learned that there's a town called Sharpsville where some an ascension occurred, and the town basically just disappeared, and so they're like. I think you need to meet with this demon. And she's like, anyone got $5,000? Mm-hmm. And that's when Cordelia comes in. <laughs> right. She's like, I have something very important to talk about. What are you doing Friday night, Wesley? And he's like, my secret duty as a watcher prevents me from, <gasps> why? And she oh. has an English paper. And because he's English, she wants him to help. So it's an insider she- perspective. Yes. Uh, and she uh, studies best in a good restaurant around eight ish uh think it over <laughs> and so she leaves and sandra's and, like that that gives new no meaning you
1: know, he says and on the day the words flimsy excuse were redefined he we yes. stood in awe and watched. and i actually looked this up because i was like sure it was a reference to something but all i could find was just references to this episode so i guess that's <laughs> an the original OG. or maybe it was just like distorted so much from whatever it was quoting that it mm-hmm. i don't know anyway it was a really funny line so they
0: decide they need to find the demon soon and persuade him to lend them the books free of
1: charge. And Buffy's like, Faith might be useful with that. And they're like, where is she anyway? I was kind of at the beginning of this. I was like, why is nobody questioning why Faith's not here?
0: I mean, Faith just does shit all the time. and No one cares. She does just randomly disappear and nobody seems to bind that much. Uh-huh. And the Watchers Council has just let her start patrolling for some reason, now uh, two episodes later, whatever. So we cut to the demon's apartment and he's like packing up all of his stuff. And one thing that he grabs
1: is this fish bowl. He has a goldfish. It's like, what is he going to do with it? I was, I was, I was reading some stuff when I was looking up that quote. And one of the things I saw was like, he had a goldfish who took care of the goldfish.
0: Oh no. Justice for that goldfish. Mm. Uh, so faith comes in he's like, I wasn't expecting company. Uh, she asks for the books. He asks for the money and she's like, how about I don't kill you or whatever. And he's like, you're tough in negotiations. I respect that. And so he shows her the books and he's like, ah, eh, you know, that money is negotiable. And she's like, I don't like to haggle. So she stabs him. He falls down. He grabs her foot and then, uh, they struggle and she oh, stabs him several more. times. I want
1: to say to, um, so when they're having their little back and forth and he says that you're tough in negotiations and I respect that. And um, he's saying that the books are like in mint condition and something, something. And he says some slight foxing around the edges, but otherwise. And I had to do a call out because um, that's something that uh, Coulson says in Avengers uh huh, about some like, I think he has like Captain America trading cards or something. I don't remember it, but anyway, that's like a, I think that's just like a, a little Joss Whedonism thing. That's like sprinkled mm-hmm. in there of like being a nerd and collecting things and huh. having, anyway, I I just thought that I wanted to highlight the connection between this and the Avengers. Interesting. Uh,
0: So after she stabs him a bunch of times, uh, he's dead and she like pushes him off of her and she looks at the blood on her hands and she seems pretty distraught about mm-hmm. it. Uh, So we, It wasn't until later when I was washing the blood off my hands, I even knew knew they they were were dead. Dead. (laughs) That's like, we did that like an episode or two ago. (laughs) They had it coming. (laughs) So we cut to the mansion. Angel's reading, and Faith comes up, and she's like, Angel, I got nowhere to go. I'm in
1: trouble. The real bad kind. Papa, don't preach (laughs) because I'm in trouble deep. Um, (laughs) Can I ask you a question? Uh huh. Do you think she's being genuine in this scene or not no it was because when
0: she's talking to the mayor later later it seems pretty clear that it was already a plan for her to try
1: and get angel to lose his soul i have always thought no but actually i do think she was i mean i think she spotted an opportunity or like you know maybe she did go over there too with the intention of but i do feel like she was kind of tapping into her real thoughts at the beginning there might be a little bit of both her, like, holy shit, I am actually killing people. Like Or, well, I mean, it's a demon, but, like, I do think she is a little bit fucked up about this. And uh-huh. isn't just, I like, totally cool with it. And, like, I think she's doing this thing where she's just leaning into this persona because she feels like people expect it of her. And she's like, well, fuck them. I might as well do it. Right. And I, I have always read this as just super fake. But now looking at it... And the other thing, too, like, because they... This comes up a lot that Faith is a really bad liar, mm-hmm. and like a like not Elijah Dushku, who's amazing, but Faith is a bad actor. Yeah. So I think it's too real to her, but she's use she is using it. Yeah, I feel to like try to get to Angel.
0: I do feel that there is definitely some a little bit of sincerity in this, but I also feel like I don't know. I don't think she has good intentions here
1: no no definitely not but like i i do feel like it's her grappling with what she's doing yeah yeah i can see that and she mentioned several times uh, like things about her mom in this episode uh,
0: the mom never loved can i skip past the mom never loved me part mm-hmm. that's from this scene yeah uh, so she talks about how she's scared, scared of herself and how, uh, killing people. She was afraid killing people would make her feel like a God, but now she's I've a- come back to earth. Yeah.
1: The line, that's such a good line. You remember when you told me killing people would make me feel like a God. And then she shows him the blood on her hands. And she's like, I think I just came down to earth. And she also specifies that he's human.
0: Not that it makes her feel better or that guy less dead. And, uh, She says she's scared of turning into a cold-blooded, straight-up killer like you. And he's like, not like me. I didn't have a choice. And I was like, you could have specified that in consequences, Angel. Like, why didn't you? Anyway, in consequences, you
1: acted like you were... It was... Anyway, I, I can't rehash that again. It was so strange. Well, and if you're dealing with somebody who's going through a lot of trauma, it's kind of more, it's important to like...
0: I, he's Identify like trying. Well, before. he's also trying to highlight that she does like she doesn't have to continue doing this. Yeah. So I it, it does make sense. But still, I was just still so hung up on the way he talked to her in consequences. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's like, it's not too late. She hugs him. She pulls away. There's tension. She tries to kiss him. He's like, whoa, I can be here for you, but not like that. I'm with Buffy, and she's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Well, maybe I did. But I wouldn't press it, <laughs> and he, she's like, "You love her, don't you? Good for you. The two of you are lucky."
1: And she's like, oh, "Okay, we're still friends." I kind of felt like the music in this scene was almost like an inversion of the "Close Your Eyes" theme a little mm-hmm. bit too. Like, I, I don't know, notice. I don't know that it literally was, but it's it seemed a little bit like it to me. Uh huh. Like I'll, I'll need
0: to listen to that to that again.
1: It was interesting. Uh, so.
0: Uh, and w- when he says he reassures her that they're still friends, she says, "Then I'm lucky too," which I thought was sweet, even though she's probably lying. <laughs> hm. She's like, "I better go. I need to cool down. Mm? Spend some mm. time alone." <laughs> uh you've been a big help knowing somebody cares i shouldn't be asking this but if things were different then things between would things between us be different too and he says we'll never know she says how could we he tells her to take care of herself and she says lifetime of practice and it's like oh faith how how sad and then as they leave buffy sees faith kiss angel on the cheek <gasps> Okay. I'm sure Buffy will not leave and will approach Angel and say, what was that?
1: Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Buffy doesn't do that. At this point. Yes. <laughs> I do like, though, that they didn't do the full sitcom like, I'm only going to listen at the door and not ask True. for any context thing the entire way through. Yeah, this
0: this episode really plays with your uh, your uh, knowledge and expectations based on like television tropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Okay, we cut back to the mayor and Faith, and she's like, it's not like I wasn't trying. And it's like, what could that boy be thinking? And Faith says, Buffy Summers. Uh, He's got a big, fat, one-track way of thinking. And uh, the mayor's like, I won't tolerate brooding. Uh, So what? You couldn't give him that one moment of true happiness? He spurned your advances? So be it. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and I happen to know that's factually true, which I thought was so funny.
1: Right. I mean it's interesting that he says no brooding but he wants to bring Angel into the fold. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. But uh there's it's really interesting watching and like con- considering Faith's motivations in this episode. Uh-huh. Because they're really complex and you
0: know, I'm thinking now that it might be possible that like this was not that the, the two of them hadn't planned this beforehand yeah. and then she went to angel for comfort and then she like was being faith and wanted to fuck angel mm-hmm. and then he uh rejected her and now she's acting like it was her plan to get him to lose his soul right
1: because yeah no they weren't talking about getting yeah angel we definitely didn't see that in the beginning the sc- of the episode yeah um Yeah, it just sounded like there was the opportunity was there and that is what put the idea in their head. But I have always thought the other way that they were planning it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Which possibly is not the case. But I wasn't even going there with it. I was gonna talk about in relation to Buffy. Uh huh. Like, is she I mean, it's obviously all of these things, right? But she's (laughs) jealous of Buffy. But then also she like wants to be Buffy. But she also but wants she to fuck Buffy. But she hates Buffy, but she wants to fuck Buffy, which is so queer. So much. All of it. Anyway, like, it's just like, and so relatable. <laughs> Incredibly. So uh,
0: Faith, or the mayor's like, well, if we can't do, uh, get him to lose his soul the old fashioned way, we'll just have to do it in the most painful way imaginable. And now, so it cuts to break. And this is where I want to pose the question. So, I feel like we've come down on like what it should be is that the experience of being having this intimate moment physically with the person he loves is what causes Angel to experience true happiness which makes him lose his soul. However, I don't think the show wants us to think that I think the show wants us to think that he will lose his soul if he has an orgasm right. at all ever. <laughs> like not even necessarily with another person cuz i guess like i don't know this whole like thing about him getting all worked up would be a whole lot less of a big deal if he were able to masturbate right right i mean it would you'd still obviously want to do that with another person if you are like a, if you are an allosexual person allosexual meaning not asexual someone who experiences sexual attraction to other people cool. but like it i don't it, you would want that still, but, like, it's not like you couldn't. You know? Well, but
1: also, I mean, they t- it's tied so much to the sex because of Buffy. Yeah. Because of her guilt and her, like, she blames herself so much for uh-huh. it, right? I mean, it's not like, I know they couldn't really show this, but it's not like he nuts and then instantly goes evil, <laughs> right? That's true. He that doesn't just not go like, He doesn't just go like,
0: oh, oh my soul. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not what happened they had sex and he was like content because of where they were yes as in their relationship and he was happy about that and that was the point like that he was asleep when he changed uh-huh he wasn't they weren't fucking true yes exactly i mean even the worst most you know shitty top doesn't just immediately fall asleep <laughs> right.
0: and that well then there's also the like the implication that true happiness is not not just when you have a fulfilling relationship with another person but you get to nut with them (laughs) yeah like you cannot true you cannot experience true happiness until
1: you come that still tumescent glow
0: yes so but i wanted to pose the question like first of all would he have lost his soul if he had sex with faith and i feel like brain wise what i feel like this should work is the answer is no right but i feel like in the actual text the answer would be yes
1: yeah they just kind of make it sound like it's very tied to the act of sex but at but they also don't really show it that yes
0: at the very least orgasming with his female partner uh but i also wanted to
1: (laughs) what if he tried butt
0: stuff (laughs) he could oh but I also wanted to pose the question, is able is Angel allowed to masturbate? I feel like the answer should be yes because like how could he have gone that long before meeting Buffy without ever masturbating? right? It was like over a hundred years or so, something like that.
1: Maybe that's why he's so sad all the time. <laughs>
0: like like because he didn't know if he experienced a moment of true happiness he would lose his soul so he wouldn't know not to try to masturbate if that were the if, if that which were is case. really
1: weird actually because i mean i know we've already hashed that out in um surprise and innocence uh-huh. but like it would have just added a whole other layer to the curse to tell him that right exactly to be like, and if you ever fucking feel happiness at all you lose your soul then you'll fucking kill people again so like, then you're just living in constant fear of like having any happiness and be like, oh, oh shit! I enjoyed this hot wing. Hope I don't fucking murder everybody. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. It's it's so strange. But I'm coming down. I'm hot coming. Wings would
1: be my trigger. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here, Zach. <laughs> so uh, I'm coming down oh, on the right re- now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the. On the assumption that Angel is allowed to masturbate, because how mm-hmm. could he have just not done it in like a century before meeting Buffy?
1: I just don't think. I I do like the way that they write it. I get like what you said. It makes it sound like it's very tied to sex, uh-huh. or at least the characters are assuming that. I think it's not. Well, it would be I really think, nice yes. if they
0: ever meant if they ever explored that. That would be such an interesting thing to think, explore yes, with his masturbate. character
1: and also you, you think he can masturbate you, and just, also, did you just say that yes <laughs> okay also i feel like i mean because i mean not that you can't have enjoyment of masturbating <laughs> yeah but i feel like masturbating a lot of times can be kind of sad <laughs> so like i don't know
0: uh, especially if you're an angel you're living in the sewers you're just eating a rat and you're like oh, i got a nut it's been a week
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god <laughs>
0: oh shit
1: oh shit i got it on the dead rat damn it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes masturbating certainly does not equal true happiness so it definitely is not the orgasm it probably is at least an organ orgasm with another person mm. anyway we, we go to the library after the break and giles is like i found a six course banquet of nothing and i <laughs> thought it was funny that he used the word banquet after the movie uh, in the beginning. A- i didn't even think
1: about that it's funny uh-huh. with a scoop of sawdoll as yes. a palate cleanser very
0: funny wesley hasn't found anything either and they're like, there must be something about it somewhere. And Wesley's like, maybe I should contact the council.
1: No, Giles Oh, yeah, Giles says, says that.
0: that. And then Wesley's like, it should be I that the council doesn't know I'm letting you work for me, with me. <laughs> and I don't think they'd be very happy with me collaborating with you uh something about uh, oh and giles is like uh, well i'm not exactly singing a glorious song about (laughs) it either i wasn't
1: about to burst into glorious song about it myself (laughs) right uh Uh, yeah and then buffy comes in wearing this very daphne-esque dress i was going to
0: i was like what the actual
1: fuck is buffy wearing today she's got like this but it's a cross between okay it's giving daphne from scooby-doo and it's Daphne giving, would never and it, be no, cut dead no, in this. It's giving Daphne from Scooby-Doo... The top half, absolutely, is giving Daphne from Scooby-Doo... The, if you say so. The, but the bottom half is giving, how do you solve a problem like Maria... So it's like... (laughs) Because it's like she's got this long
0: sleeve. I can't remember what the shirt underneath it is colored. But she's got this purple
1: dress on top of it. Or it's like blue and purple or something. Yeah, it's like very... It's a a kind of bluish purple color scheme like Daphne. That's what made me think of it.
0: Okay. Well, Daphne is green and purple. What's wrong with you? Well, okay, but... (laughs) She also wears other colors. Uh but um so she's got this long sleeve shirt underneath this like dowdy frumpy dress it that is... like
1: slides down her shoulder. Maybe it's a sad buffy dress. It's
0: so weird to her me. Her sad
1: buffy overalls were in the wash. And I guess is I don't it's very strange.
0: I've never seen Buffy look this weird before.
1: Yeah, it's very uh it's how how you solve a problem like Maria it's very reminiscent of her dress that she She wears she looks
0: like a nun (laughs) to
1: go meet the Von Trapp children
0: yes it's so funny I think your dress is the ugliest one I ever saw Maria's dress looks better because it has like a
1: neckline
0: Buffy's dress just like comes all the way up to her neck it looks
1: so weird you shouldn't say that why don't you think it's ugly? Of course, but Fräulein Helga's was ugliest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. Uh, I love a sound you, of music, thank reference. Thank you for all the
0: applause. Yeah.
1: Wait, where's the. Ah! Oh, oh. It's A for applause. <laughs> a for applause. God, yes, turn that down. B
0: for bone trombone.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> turn the volume down on it.
0: You're a volume. God. So. <laughs> so buffy comes in in this hideous fucking outfit and she's like uh yeah i'll go find this demon it's fine uh, i'll go back to where we saw him see if i can track him uh wesley insists she waits on faith and she's like she makes godot look punctual it could be hours and i was like what does that Do you under- mean did you look it up i did look it, I up. Looked it up too. go ahead and explain
1: so i don't think this is the first time they've referenced this play on the show but um it's called Waiting for Godot and he never they were just waiting and he never shows up. Plot twist. He doesn't ever show up. <laughs> Which is, I thought was very yeah. funny.
0: Well, how would Buffy know Did she pay did she take anyway, I, whatever. <laughs> it's one took, of those it's one of those things where Buffy makes like a Star Trek reference or something and you're like, "Buffy doesn't watch Star Trek?" Mm. So, anyway, <laughs> uh Faith comes up and oh sorry before faith comes in xander comes in he's like i found your demon uh, well you know because
1: wesley the the joke is wesley's doing this he's like it's going to be almost impossible to find this demon yes. And xander's like i found the demon yes
0: and uh, apparently he
1: went to willie the snitch <laughs> he says he beat and him up how why you keep skipping over all these jokes sorry wesley. and <laughs> and buffy says to wesley fashion tip wes mouth looks better closed because <laughs> yes. he's just a gog that is Xander guest. of
0: all people, yes, and uh, so Xander says he beat up Willie, and Buffy's like, "You beat him up?" And he's like, "I pressured him. I asked him politely. Okay, I bribed him. Uh, gave him twenty <laughs> bucks. Does the Watchers Council reimburse?"
1: <laughs> this, this made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Jazz is like, "Did you get a receipt?" It, he's like, "Damn, <laughs> it's so just being like a teacher uh-huh. is so fucking funny because, like like it, saving any, your receipts from restaurants anytime, at All state convention, yeah, any time, and you have to order your alcohol separate, because, yes, because I mean, they can pay for heaven your forbid the school pay for your alcohol, but like, um, it, when they owe you more alcohol than anyone, yes, exactly. but anyway, <laughs> 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 but uh, no, but like." expensing things and like Uh if you ever buy anything for your classroom you have to like save the receipt to try to get reimbursed and like please sir could you fund my classroom and help me educate people so i don't have to pay for it out of my own pocket Right. anyway that's why education fucking sucks and i got out that's right (laughs) so buffy
0: looks at this address and she notices it's by the bus station and she says it's not the nicest part of town and i was like Uh, Yeah, the bus station is where a fucking mummy
1: killed an exchange student. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Xander got stared at by some random person that got peed on or something. I don't remember. What? There's something about pee... Oh, he, like in that episode, he says, nothing says welcome to our town like the stench of urine or okay, something. Okay, I was like,
0: Xander got peed on. What are you talking anyway. about? it was the same episode. Yeah. I was like, why do, Why are you making us remember Inca Mummy Girl of all episodes? You brought it up. Uh, no, I'm talking to the episode, not you, Zach. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, but then, and then I also remembered that Eyeball Guy from What's My Line came into town through the mm. bus stop.
1: Ah, uh, Mr. Eyeball so definitely what not- was his name it was something like really he epic had a name? sounding i don't remember it was like cyberash or something it was something like really like i only remember norman fister i don't even remember the sounding. lady cops well i mean like well you think about the fucking demon this they never say his name but his <laughs> right. name is skyler <laughs> yes which is also hilarious uh-huh very hilarious it's like naming him jim or something it's just like such a like yes <laughs> average name uh giles says
0: any self-respecting he's like so you no know self-respect any self-respecting demon should live in a pit of filth or a nice crypt <laughs> which is very funny to me right and then buffy's like i'll remember to mention that yes so that's when faith comes in she's like where we going buffy doesn't want to go At uh, go with faith and faith like starts to touch her arm and buffy like pulls away because she thinks she's fucking her mm. boyfriend and that's when I was like, what the fuck is Buffy wearing here? You've been fucking my boyfriend. <laughs> yes. You've
1: been screwing my boyfriend. What? You've been screwing my boyfriend, she says. And then she fell oh. into my knife. She fell into my knife. Ten, Ten times. times. My weird curvy little knife thing that I got <laughs> off of a table. Yes.
0: <laughs> so uh, Buffy and Faith leave. They end up leaving together. Uh, Xander's like, ooh, the coldness. Uh, we cut to this apartment complex where the demon lived. And Buffy's like, Miss you last night. Faith says she was patrolling. Uh, no shortage of, of scum. You got to wash out in Sunnydale. And Buffy's like, So I've
1: heard. And it's like, Oh, Oh, uh, Wait, did you talk about how Faith just like casually opens the door because she already knows the guy's dead? And Buffy's like, Faith, be careful. Oh, I did not talk about and that. Yes, that like, happened. Because she, she's Faith is just kind of like,
0: because he knows
1: that he's dead already and then but he's like faith what the fuck yeah right and then uh yeah then they find the dead body and he's like she's like this wasn't a hit this was somebody's idea of a party and then faith gets offended she's like maybe the guy put up a fight
0: uh because faith like faith was did in the moment she seemed like she was really fucked up about yeah we didn't talk about
1: this so she stabs him right and she's just kind of like uh you're dead And like just starts getting the books, and then he grabs her and fights back. Uh huh. And she was not expecting that. And like to have to like stab him multiple times and like all this shit. And like that's another reason I think she actually was a little bit fucked up about it. Well, yeah. I I mentioned how she looked at the blood on her hands and she's like, woo. Yeah, I got distracted to making the Chicago reference again, but (laughs) naturally. (laughs) But yeah, that's another thing that leads me to think. She really legitimately was fucked up about it. Uh uh-huh, Yeah, it's it's some evidence. She she's given us crumbs. I I mm. again. I feel she's like she's leaving crumbs.
0: Eliza Dushku's performance is pulling a lot of weight. Uh, yeah. like more weight than the writing is sometimes yeah. when it comes to faith ambiguity. Is, she is leaving no crumbs. Oh, yeah, she's dropping crumbs, but but she's leaving no crumbs. (laughs) She ate and left no crumbs, Uh, but she did drop some on purpose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God damn it. So uh, (laughs) Faith's like, okay, we got to get going. There's nothing we can do here now. She just wants to get the fuck out of there. We cut to the mayor's office and he's offering someone a mint and he's like scheduling a man of your talents as a chore. All the chanting and the sacrifice. My golf game is shot because I guess he's hurt his shoulder or something. What did he sacrifice? Did he sacrifice a person? Did he sacrifice an animal? Mm. I guess we'll never know. Mints. (laughs) He just threw some mints into a flame. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, you know why I've summoned you. Can you do it? And the man's like, you have risked great danger in calling on me. The deadliest magics are required to rob this
1: creature of its soul. And the mayor's like,
0: sure, you don't want any mints. <laughs> They're low
1: calorie. Yes. Um, It's interesting. Okay. Oh. So I want to start discussing the background structure of this episode. Uh-huh. Because it leaves, like... A lot of it is not clarified. Yes, so I guess what we are led to believe. And I want to just make sure I am thinking the same thing you are thinking. Uh-huh. Where what we are led to believe is this shaman person wizard guy gets summoned by the mayor. Yes, the mayor asks him to steal Angel's soul. He agrees to do it for free, which is really suspicious. You would think the mayor would be like, "Well, really? he had Nothing? to
0: sacrifice something to." Get I him get, there,
1: yeah, so. okay, fair. And then he goes from this meeting, I guess, directly to Giles because he knows Giles and he knows that Giles is friends with Angel. Well,
0: I think it's so he knows Giles and presumably he knows Giles is like maybe a watcher and in Sunnydale and not an evil person who will sacrifice whatever to make someone lose their soul. Like that seems like a pretty evil thing to do, right? And he knows well, Giles is in this town, presumably.
1: I mean, and also, like, what is the moral alignment of this guy? I bet he's chaotic he's neutral. summoned by animal slaughter or some sort of sacrifice. <laughs> right, exactly, and, or and, maybe and has, presumably, the actual ability to take someone else's or something's soul away. Maybe the so mayor like... just got bad information. <laughs> he's
0: like, I think this is, like, some, like, dark magic, ancient guy. Well, maybe he's turned a new leaf.
1: He kind of says at the end to Giles, do not call on me again. Uh-huh. So it sort of makes it seem like Giles summoned him and started this. That's the part I'm confused about. So like, did this shamany wizardy guy leave this meeting and go talk to Giles? Or did Giles like say, Hey, first of all, how did he know that they were going to be looking for someone to steal uh-huh. Angel's soul? and say hey buddy i imagine my and Im- in my if anybody in- ever asks you to steal someone else's soul uh-huh. run it by me first like what well, what's the deal well i was work?
0: thinking was that giles summoned him when he was a kid like when he was in college back in his dark magic days
1: well no I'm, I'm not questioning their relationship i'm saying well when he says do not
0: summon me again i feel like that's what he was referring to oh okay yeah
1: but i'm just saying like I mean, it still makes sense, even if Giles didn't summon him first, just saying, like, don't summon me anymore. I don't uh-huh. know you shit. But, like... I wonder if they have, like, a like a
0: section of the script that de- script that describes the interactions that we don't see.
1: Yeah, but I'm just... That's the part I'm, like, a little bit... I'm like, how did he know to go to Giles? Right, yeah. I would like to have clarification on that, Why? too. Why? Yeah, because, like... I mean, I guess it's possible this shaman guy has like extra soup like senses and knowledge about things maybe Uh but anyway it's just that's a part of the plot that to me is a little weak i
0: was i mean i was a little confused about it and i wanted to know more about it but also it didn't to me it didn't feel nonsensical enough to be like illogical. yeah no it's
1: not like bad enough to be like just like it's not blowing holes in the plot or anything but Uh it's still kind of like
0: what? However, I do think it's funny that the mayor mentions the mints are low calorie because they're mints. Mints are tiny. Even if they are literally just a ball of sugar, they're low calorie because mm. they're so small. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it he was does, the 90s, right? He doesn't take a mint. Uh, we They're cut with low calorie. Yes, we cut to the lounge in the school. Uh, Willow and Buffy are hanging out silently, reading separately. They're doing parallel play, as we like, or as some people like to call it.
1: I was that sounds kinky. I was <laughs> no, it's just
0: when you two people do something at the same time, but it's different things.
1: I know it was a joke. Um, yeah, I
0: know it does sound kinky, doesn't it?
1: That's also an episode of uh, Six Feet Under.
0: Parallel play.
1: Uh huh.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. And, Which episode um, is that?
1: Uh. The only thing I remember is that's the one where Nate has sex with the lady who plays Skylar in Breaking Bad. Oh, I don't know who that's and is. um she's the wife in Breaking Bad. I don't, I don't watch I didn't watch Breaking okay, Bad. Okay, well there's a show called Breaking Bad. She's uh-huh. married to the man. And main I don't character. know who she is in Six Feet. Anyway, she she's a mom that he goes to a mommy and me group type thing with and gotcha, they gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. they do parallel play with their kids. Oh, cute. So were you going to say something? I was about to. <laughs> that was about this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I said, is Willow dressed as Velma with this orange sweater?
0: <gasps> I noted uh, her. First of all, she looks really good. Her staples this season have been fuzzy sweaters and overalls. And now mm-hmm. she's wearing them both together. And I was like, this is a match made in heaven.
1: I loved it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, it was. it was adding into the Daphne um, uh yeah i see
0: i see yeah willow is velma uh so uh, uh buffy's telling her about uh seeing faith and angel together and willow's like no uh and buffy's like faith would never do that willow's like faith would totally do that she was built to do that what are you <laughs> talking about she's the do that girl right uh and buffy's like do you think An-, or no Willow's like do you think angel co-? no sorry fuck Buffy's like, do you think Angel comes up to her standards? And Willow's like, is he breathing? And Buffy says, actually, no. (laughs) Right. And I was like, don't bring me back to the Prophecy Girl discussion. I do not want to rehash whether he can give CPR. Mm. Uh, He has no breath. Right. uh, So uh, Willow's like, Angel would never do that. You're the only thing in the world to him. Uh, Buffy insists uh, he and Faith have a lot in common and there's so much he doesn't tell me, which, yeah, it's true, (laughs) true Buffy.
1: Yeah. And then Buffy says, or uh, Willow says, Buffy. That was so funny. I loved it. Yeah. And, uh, and then then Buffy's like, well, I did. And she's talking about seeing Faith kiss Angel. And then she's like, well, what did he say about it? And then Buffy says, "Say you mean when I straightforwardly asked him what was going on." <laughs> and I love that she's self-aware there.
0: She's like, "Yeah, I know it's, it's a bad decision." And
1: it is so nice to see. I, you talked about this earlier a little bit, like uh-huh. to like see them playing with the trope, but not like just running out the trope. Uh huh. Because I mean, like, how many sitcom-y things yes. are like? They overhear a part of something, and then they are like, they think they're talking about them, but they're actually talking about somebody else. Or blah blah yeah. blah. blah. this it's reminded like so old. This reminded me of lie to
0: me when she sees him with just Drus- Dracilla at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode, and uh, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So uh, she's like, I couldn't ask him not there, and Will is like, Stop with the crazy and go talk to Angel. I give you leave to go because <laughs> Buffy like starts to oh. like protest.
1: And I also have the question. At what point in the story are they all in on it? Or well, are, only, only Giles, Angel, and Buffy are ever in on it.
0: Yeah. So my guess is that after it, she comes back from looking for Angel to talk to him and mm. she sees Giles at the library. She's like, I couldn't find Angel or something. Mm. And Giles has met with this guy at that point, And that's when they come up with their plan. Mm. Right. Wait a second. No, because he's already pretending that he's turned by now. So maybe like Giles. No, he's not.
1: He hasn't. that hasn't happened yet.
0: It's well, he's a, It's about. Yeah, exactly. So it has to happen before she goes over there. And Angel would have to know that this is going to happen. So I'm guessing that Giles tells Buffy about it. Like maybe he catches her before she leaves school that day or something like that. And then Buffy like calls Angel or something and tells him. Yeah, there like
1: has to be something in between this and Angel yeah, so before- throwing the blood on Faith, or Faith throwing the blood on Angel. Yeah, exactly. So we cut
0: to the mansion. I was so excited to see Angel in a tank top again. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, Faith is there and she's like, I'm not good at apologies. I generally think I'm more owed than owing. Uh, she says, Sorry, she was freaked and she needed somebody, but he's with Buffy and she should know better. And she sta- starts to go toward him and he steps away from her and she says, You don't trust me. He says it's not that. She says, No, it's no problem, join the club. And he tells her I know you're the fashion club. The fashion club. Another Daria reference. He says, Faith, I know what you're going through and how hard it can be. It's important for you to have someone who understands what you're going through. And he like kind of touches her shoulders while she's facing away from him. And she turns around and she says, chump. And mm-hmm. she throws blood on his well, shirt. Er, yeah. It looks like blood. She throws says some red liquid t- on his shirt. He wants to trust her. Yes. And that's
1: why she th- says, chump.
0: Yes. Uh, and then the... the uh, turban wearing human demon guy is there <laughs> and he starts chanting a spell at angel. And I called him shaman guy. Shaman guy. I don't know. I feel like that's. Is that appropriative? I don't know. Maybe. So I'm just calling him <laughs> turban wearing human or demon guy. <laughs> so uh, he he starts chanting the spell. All this blue stuff starts happening. <coughs> Faith says, I wanted to do this the old fashioned way, but your loss, I have tricks Buffy doesn't know about. And uh, so the blue spell gets shot at him. I don't know if he's supposed to be floating. It kind of looks like it. I'm not sure. I think it's supposed
1: to be like swirling around him.
0: Yeah. So Angel ends up falling. Uh, The man recedes into the shadows and uh, angel turns around and he suddenly vamp faith after he gets up and he kisses
1: faith faith's vamp faith <laughs> uh, yeah oh and the on imdb there was a trivia bit that said that she accidentally like stabbed her tongue on one of his uh His fangs. (laughs) That's so funny. So we cut to break after that. When we cut back,
0: they're still making out very intensely. Yes, he pulls her off and he's like, Thanks so much and he throws her against a table and knocks her down. It's good to have the taste of a slayer back. It's just like
1: cigarettes. Just when I thought I'd quit. It's really interesting too, like what this says about what's going on with Faith right now. She's like keeps making out with him, or it's like And she's into it yeah because she doesn't really really have to do it anymore she's like you yeah it's like (laughs) it's all part of this like wanting to hurt buffy but like also wanting to be buffy and like yeah i agree weird thing and yeah Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i wasn't even thinking about all that uh also i mean angel's just hot (laughs) right
1: and uh he says faith tastes like cigarettes and uh not really he says it's good to have the taste of a slayer back in my mouth. Tastes like cigarettes. No, he just, says like, cigarettes. just, like, just cigarettes. like cigarettes. Just like cigarettes. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. like just when yeah. I thought I'd quit. Right. So right, right, the, right it's right, more right, the addiction.
0: Right, 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 right. Aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's like, there's no tortured humanity to hold me down. But you know what bothers me? You don't seem to be getting the big picture, Faith. Uh, I don't know why you turned me, but I'm glad you did. Uh and I just want to say, in this scene. <laughs> granule Mm. angel refers to himself as angelus and i was like what the fuck there was not a single person on set that day who like had this an agreed upon pronunciation of angelus like we are still We're still working through this. We still don't know if it's Angelus or Angelus. And because Angel has said it, I can only assume that the correct pronunciation is Angelus.
1: Well, that would make sense because Spike says Angelus. Uh Uh-huh. And they were you know, Homies for so long and they're like European. But doesn't Giles say Angelus? Yes, Giles and Wesley both say Angelus. I think the mayor says Angelus.
0: I was like, "What the actual fuck is figure it out." <laughs> that annoyed me so much. Mm. Anyway, past that, Faith like kind of beats him off. Uh she's like, "I got oh. my Oh yeah, she shoves him off.
1: That was a deleted she, scene I missed. <laughs> right.
0: She says, I got my reasons. And he's like, let me guess. You want me to be your new boy toy? And she's like, uh, uh, they fight a little bit. Uh, and he's like... Or she's like, you want to be smart? You listen to me. He says, "Uh, vampires don't establish meaningful dialogue with slayers. And she says, that's not how Buffy tells it. She knocks him down and gets on top of him. And he says, should have known you'd like it on top. She tells him to listen or die. And he's like, well, while you're there, I mostly want you to wriggle. (laughs) Which uh, was kind of funny, kind of creepy, and Mm -hmm. also like really corny, like the way he said it. Right. Well, it was the laugh. Yeah, exactly. And I like that laugh. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, face like the last time something like this happened, Buffy kicked your ass straight to hell. Want to do better this time? He goes to human face and he's like, I'm still listening. She calls him a good boy. They call a truce. And she's like, I'll hook you up with the real power in this town. Get ready to meet the new boss. And then they make out. There's so much dialogue in this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. You'd be saying all of it too, girl. It's all important.
0: I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, you, I, I will again ask you if you would like to do the recap from now on. Yeah, I didn't think so, Zachary. I, mean,
1: I think we could handle it. Wink. What? <laughs>
0: Were you about to say something? You didn't hear that. You're what? The people? Yeah. Yeah, I heard the that. That's that why happened I stopped. Happened
1: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I stopped talking.
1: Anyway, um, yeah, you were like, "What? Why would you react to something?" Reacting to the people? No, I was. La- anyway. I was
0: also reacting to the people. Reacting
1: to your butt. <laughs> anyway, um, what were we saying?
0: I was. I was like, you want to do the recap?
1: I mean, I just think, I I think we I just, we could just say, like, they fight each other, make out. <laughs> Okay, anyway,
0: <laughs> so uh, we move back to the library. They're talking about how they're uh, one step behind the mayor all the time, and mm-hmm. they figure he has the books now, and uh, I wrote... Oh, Cordelia is distracted. And she's like, Wesley, you have the greatest voice. Right. Have you considered doing books she's on just, tape? She's just like laying
1: her head on the table and staring at him. She's
0: like, she She is not motivated by helping defeat evil. She just wants to be around with Wesley. Right. I mean, Alexis Denisov
1: is an attractive man. Yes. But it's <laughs> still
0: really weird. It is very weird. Buffy mentions that she went to the mansion, but Angel wasn't there and Faith's also missing. Uh, so they're like, you need to try and get the books at the mayor's office, but don't confront him, though. We do not know what we're facing with him. And she's like, OK, I'll go home, get weapons. I'll change into a more slaying appropriate outfit. Uh, Something more
1: breaking inner ish
0: Yes. They ask for, uh, they ask Willow if she figured out anything through the mayor's files. And she says that when the she got through the encryptions, that there was nothing there it's like she bum, knew bum. she was looking bum. which it's like he did know she was looking because mm-hmm. of faith <gasps> and so okay. oz, yes oz suggests they go to the hall of records at city hall mm. meanwhile is that at not a hall of records <laughs> yes is that not in the same place as the mayor's did office did they not say city hall I don't know. Maybe they d- City Hall I can't is remember the mayor's office. Like those because or Buffy's, the building with the mayor's office in. Because Buffy's going to the mayor's office and they're going to the Hall of Records. If they're both in the same place, they should just go together. <laughs> um, so maybe they're not in the same place. Like maybe she the was, Hall of Records wait, is in the library? What? The town library? Cuz Buffy, they tell Buffy she needs to get the books of ascension, which they in the mayor has. They yeah, they tell her to go to the mayor's office.
1: Well, but they're talking about going to like a public part of it. Which is different than.
0: But still, like, they could go to the building together. <laughs> I well, knew. Buffy I just needed thought that
1: to go was... home and change. Yeah, I thought also, that Also, they needed a reason for her to go off by herself and True, her exactly. in the Angel and Faith. I just thought that was a little weird. So, um,.
0: Giles is like, Wesley, why don't you take the group and look at the Hall of Records? Cordelia's like, I'm in Wesley's group! And (laughs) he's like,
1: there is just the one group. group."
0: Yes, very funny. Uh, Xander's like, I'm gonna skip out and I'm gonna keep an ear to the ground around town. And (laughs) Cordelia's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And he's, uh, Five's a crowd. And he's like, yeah, it really is. Uh, What's
1: that backwards delivery of that? Oh, excuse me. He said, I think Five's a crowd. She looks at him and says, it really is. Yes.
0: (laughs) And while they're leaving willow tells oz they liked your plan which is so <laughs> cute and giles tells buffy to be careful and they exchange like a knowing look mm. and i was like mm, mm. Mm, little hint mm. <laughs> we cut back to the mayor's office faith is asking if she can keep angel she whispers in
1: her ear or in his ear as they're dancing yes uh, just kidding he says it's another cast i'm just gonna keep bringing up that casper reference over and over again (laughs)
0: all right so uh the mayor asks if he can call and angelus angel and he's like i was thinking master and he's like uh, yeah that was funny master <laughs> he's like your your attitude may get you attention but courtesy wins respect i am the one responsible for you being here right now and that's when angel picks up the letter opener and they're discussing how there's no side effects of him being soulless and how he's free the mayor's like poetic poetic and uh angel's like so what the fuck are you talking about what's your point he says you're a powerful young man you're good for faith there may be a future for you here in sunnydale i see you're admiring my letter opener and angel says he was thinking about stabbing him through the heart with it and the mayor's like okay go ahead and he throws it at him and the mayor whips his hand up to block it and it goes through his hand and when he pulls it out of his hand the wound heals immediately i'm what you might call impervious and i it seemed like angel kind of broke a little bit here oh yeah for
1: sure he was like oh fuck. he's
0: like what the actual yeah shit? no he
1: was definitely like really surprised by that and it was uh it was neat uh acting uh good acting by <laughs> yeah neat acting <laughs> neat acting <laughs> by uh david, david Boreanis. yeah uh, yeah, uh,
0: he says, this is a cornerstone in my plans for this great town of ours. He uh, says just a cornerstone, which is kind of weird because like the cornerstone is like the important bit. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, I mean, leave it to the mayor to downplay something really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> Angel's like, you can't be killed, but you hate germs. And he's like, they're so unsanitary. <laughs> That's funny. hmm uh, he asked Angel what his intentions are. Angel says, torture, maim, kill Buffy. And he's like, uh, and the mayor's like, it's nice that you're not a slacker.
1: So he also makes this note about saying, uh, just make sure your killer's slow. We don't want there to be another replacement. They can't all be like Faith. And I'm like, but there wouldn't be a replacement if Buffy died. Would there? I mean, we don't know. Um, I mean, I do
0: don't you well i it's i yes i do know
1: (laughs) i know but like i mean it makes sense if you think about it buffy has already died Uh uh-huh and faith was the replacement so logically faith would have to be the one that would activate a new slayer by dying perhaps but uh,
0: like is that the logic of the slayer succession like all we know is that a Slayer dies and another is called. And apparently no one has ever heard of two Slayers existing at the same time. So what if this that same Slayer dies a second time? Who's to say whatever magic whatever isn't triggered and another Slayer gets called? Because remember, I was talking about when uh, Kendra came in. I was like, this would be really unethical. But what if they just like drowned the Slayer a bunch of times and got like an army of Slayers? We, we don't know. That could be possible. Hmm. So, who knows? I don't. Hmm. Actually, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um they they leave. Uh, he's like try to have her home by 11 and Angel just like coyly puts the letter opener in his poc- in the mayor's pocket. And after they leave, <laughs> the mayor's like she's not a little girl anymore. See, he mayor. sniffs. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh we cut to the streets. Xander is mimicking Cordelia. And Angel and Faith come up toward him. And he's like, where have you guys been? And Angel just punches him in the fucking face. <laughs> and, and he falls down to the ground and is awesome. <laughs> and he says, "This that guy just bugs me. And I was like, fuck yeah, Angel. And I know like, this is kind of, I've banged on the table so many times this episode. You have. <laughs> but uh, I was like, Angel had to do that. Because, like, Mm -hmm. what else was he... He couldn't just be like, hey, Xander, what's up?
1: Well, any interaction, yeah. I mean, I guess guess theoretically he could have been acting like he was trying to play it cool to not give them away. Uh But, like, it would have been so much harder exactly with Xander so just punching him in the face is obviously the right choice, <laughs> and it's yes comedic
0: and, and wonderful and absolutely it's cathartic for him as well and yeah. that's part of the reason I thought it was funny that Doug Petrie wrote this episode and Revelations because Revelations is I think the episode in this season where Xander is the giantist dick to Buffy right and so having Angel punch him in and the next episode that Doug Petrie writes is very funny to and
1: me tries to get angel killed
0: i know what a fucking asshole god i hate him just in case you I'm forgot so glad xander he got punched. Sucks. i'm going to play this clip over a video of xander getting punched over and over and over again and i'm <laughs> going
1: to post it <laughs> and if anybody out there is like but he felt the it started him singing thoughts i'm like yeah but then he like it i mean to that i say go fuck yourself yeah, I was like, I mean, tell me how much <laughs> tell me how much of the second thoughts matter when you aim a loaded gun at someone and pull the trigger, which is right. what he
0: did. Exactly. I was so I was so happy you got punched in the fucking face. So Faith and Angel show up at Buffy's house and Joyce opens the door. They ask if she's home. Joyce says she's upstairs. Uh, Angel's like, Joyce, did you change your hair? <laughs> and she's like, I got highlights. That whole
1: interaction, no, is so funny because it's so casual. It's like. <laughs> She's like, please tell me this isn't some vampire thing. Yes. The only vampire is me here is me, Joyce. Did you do something with your hair? Highlights. Nice.
0: And so he and Faith go up the stairs and Joyce looks after him. And I was like, Joyce is so wet right now. <laughs> she's like, wow, thanks. It's like, oh, my hair really does look nice. Uh, so he gets to Buffy's room. Uh, she's like, oh, I was looking for you guys. He kisses Buffy's head. Uh, They say that the books are at the mansion and Faith says, oh, we'd take them to Giles ourselves, but we think strength in numbers is the way to go. So Angel takes Buffy's bag of weapons for her and they leave. Buffy's wearing a sparkly Union Jack shirt. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, why does Buffy have a shirt with a Union Jack on it? It's like bedazzled. Maybe
1: she's a Spice Girls fan.
0: Oh, maybe. Which Spice Girl do you think she is? Sporty scary. Spice. Oh, no. Oh. Yes, he's sporty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was saying scary because of the thematicness. Uh, true. So we cut to the mansion, and Buffy's like, Where are the books? <laughs> uh, Angel drops the bag, and he's like, Actually, there was a slight change of plan, Buff. Où sont les livres? Yes. Where are the books? Yes. <laughs> zach zach uh, this podcast just exists for zach to practice his french
1: other than duolingo where else can i practice
0: (laughs) right so um she's like buff you you're calling me (gasps) what's the matter with you and he says i haven't felt this good in a long time she says
1: angel Uh,
0: and he says by the way i never thanked you for sending me to hell so
1: wait does Angelus particularly call Buffy buff a lot? I don't remember him doing that. I mean, this is a bit. They're doing
0: a bit. Yeah. But like... I, I mean, Faith wouldn't know, so yeah. it makes sense. And I, I had a similar question about him, the hell remark, because I was like, Angelus wanted to go to hell. And actually...
1: But- uh, um, Actually, I <laughs> Pudge, she said angel to hell good angel that's
0: that's right (laughs) but anyway it doesn't matter because faith doesn't know so uh he's like i know what you're (laughs) thinking deep down i'm still angel but then again we have reality and she's like i'll kill you before i let you touch me (laughs) faith we need to get out out now and faith says speak for yourself i like it here so angel punches buffy knocks her out and he says one thing i learned about buffy she's so cute when she's sleeping
1: this reminded me of a tiktok i saw not very long ago where this guy was talking about things that he learned in movies that are completely untrue Uh and he was one of the things he was talking about is like if you've been knocked out, like if you get hit in the head to it, a point where you're unconscious, you have done brain damage to yourself. You need uh-huh. to go to a hospital. Yeah,
0: that's why it's so egregious that Giles passes out so well, much. Well, it happens like <laughs> well, to Giles several times, yes. but like to lots of characters. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, and in this episode is the one where it makes sense because Buffy could just be, be pretending. Be acting, yeah. yeah, And it probably is uh, uh so, Acting. Yes. We cut back from break, and Cordelia's like, Could anyone, uh, I know something to make the Hall of Records more boring. No, On second it, thought, no, I don't. Researching the mayor more boring? God. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you're like, Oh, don't quote the whole episode. And then you're like, Oh, you didn't say it right. Well, if you're going to quote the whole episode, you might as well quote it right. <laughs> Oz brings over some like annual, something with pictures, and they've got a couple pictures to compare, and they're like, Whoa. And Will's like, Big hey, whoa. Uh, they say, like, father like son. And uh, says, how about, it, like, exact same guy, like exact same guy. And which Wes- is, I love that line. I say that a lot to myself. Yes. And so these pictures are really far apart in time, but they're of the same person. So like Wesley, a hundred something years, right? Yeah, Wesley says the said. mayor is over a hundred years old. He's not human. And I was like, humans can be over a hundred years old. But <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming but these adult men age. pictures are a hundred years apart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh xander comes in he's like i hate to spoil the mood but it's worse than you think angel's back in a bad sense i hate to i'm not the i'd like to say i'm not the kind of person to say i told you so but i am i told Mm. you so (laughs) they're like are you sure and he's like it's hard to tell the last thing i remember was his fist and i was Mm. like is that the last thing you remember xander Mm. Uh." (laughs) so it's hard it's hard to forget
1: a fist (laughs) I never forget a fist. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's also really funny. I wish they could have done a little bit more of a deep dive into the whole like ruse and how they kept uh-huh. it from everybody.
0: I mean, it, Giles I know, told Buffy, and they didn't tell. Anyone, I don't so. think it.
1: I don't think they needed it. I just would have liked to have seen it.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. Kind of, I'm I'm, I'm kind of okay with them not showing, especially the Scooby part. I it.
1: just think, yeah, it's just interesting. Well, I mean, like, well, they can't, that, I mean, okay. So for storytelling purposes, we, the audience, also don't know about the ruse. Yeah, exactly. So, like, of course, but, like, I just would have liked to have seen a little bit more, like, in the aftermath or something of, like.
0: They're like, oh, you knew the whole time? hmm
1: Yeah, they don't even mention that, like, at all, really. Uh, so. There's no time for it right but it doesn't i I mean i don't think the episode suffers with that it's just yeah i always want more
0: so they're like we need to get a hold of giles and xander's like and waste time and leave buffy alone and see how dead she gets uh and cordelia's like it's not wesley's fault xander and he's like actually yeah faith was your responsibility and i was like yeah because the watcher's council hasn't sent another fucking watcher for her for some reason
1: whatever also i mean For once, got to give it to Xander. Good point. Yes, very good point. Also, literally, Faith going off the edge is Wesley's fault because he kidnapped her and tried to take her to England right when Angel was almost getting to her. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Faith and Angel are playmates. Uh, Imagine the possibilities. So we cut back to the mansion for our climactic scene. Buffy wakes up in chains. uh, And (laughs) Angel's like, Mm. all our time together and we never tried chains. (laughs) Uh, Faith says, bondage looks good on you, B. Faith's Faith's horny. (laughs) So horny. Uh, And uh, Buffy's like, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, Faith says something about all this feels right. Maybe it's an unhappy childhood thing. She talks about how she begged her mom for a dog. She just wanted something to love. She makes that with Angel and she's like, a dog's all I wanted and toys. And that's when they unroll the torture instruments. Mm. Uh, but mom was so busy enjoying drinking and passing out that I never got what I wanted till
1: now.
0: And she's talking about she Angel. She got
1: by on her own.
0: Yeah, she's always got by on her own.
1: She never really cared until she met you. <laughs> now it chills her to the bone.
0: Uh... I'll leave. How can I get you alone? So <laughs> Buffy says Angel's a killer. When he's done with me, he'll turn on you. And Angel agrees with her. And Faith's yeah. like, I guess we'll just have to keep you around for a while.
1: Some really good play acting from Angel. And, uh-huh. and like the way Buffy gives him a look, like, fuck you, man. <laughs> right.
0: And Faith is like, if you're a screamer, feel free. And I was like, ah, Faith is so fucking gay in this episode. She's into it. Uh huh. And uh Buffy's like, What's in it for you? Faith says, What isn't? It? What do I hear about everywhere I go? Buffy. I slay, I behave, I do the good girl routine. But everyone thanks Buffy. Didn't anyone ask? Uh did anyone ask if you could be a little more like me? And then Angel's like, I didn't. And <laughs> I, was like, I was like, What? Why did you say that, Angel?
1: Um Or actually that's why that's when she is in the look.
0: Yes. And Faith is like, uh, you get the watcher and i was like yeah faith didn't get a watcher
1: Good point. <laughs> well get... she did get one but she got killed
0: well yeah and then they didn't give her a, were like, a oh, replacement it's fine <laughs> yeah right uh you get the mom you get the scooby gang i get jack squat this is supposed to be my town and buffy tells her to listen she says why are you gonna give me some buffy wisdom you think you're better than me say it and buffy says i am always have been in face like maybe you didn't notice but angels with me <laughs> you guys could not see the pose that kyle <laughs> just did and it was so sassy it was very sassy uh and how'd you get in faith magic in the re- oh, we both know in the I real have world to, hold Angel- on go ahead sorry
1: buffy from this point on in the scene is pure Catherine from cruel intentions fuck yeah like she especially the part two where she says do you think we missed anything? Like when she says uh-huh. that, and it almost sounds British. Like, Do you think we missed anything? Like uh-huh. the way she says it, I'm like, that is fucking Catherine from fucking Cruel Absolutely. Intentions. By the way, if you have never seen Cruel Intentions, <laughs> it is an amazing movie. You it's, might want to watch it sometime soon. It's not a good movie, <laughs> but it's an amazing movie. It is
0: fantastic. It's like 90s. Just it is it is also
1: nostalgia at its just
0: expense. don't expect to not feel a little icky <laughs> while
1: watching it icky i mean okay Icky. 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 so it's got you know sarah michelle geller it's got um
0: i don't remember any of fuck, the other people uh
1: vivian kensington from legally blonde uh sarah- selma blair uh-huh it's got reese witherspoon i mean fucking come on christine baranski is in it Oh yeah! Like <laughs> I feel like as a gay person, especially if you were—I mean, any, any gay person—but like, especially if you were a gay person that grew up in the '90s, like, come on, <laughs> it's such a great movie,
0: it's fantastic. So uh, she's like, Angel would never touch you, and you
1: know it. how oh. not you get him, Faith? Magic. Yes. I know you said that already, but I love it. And then <laughs> Faith punches her, and she's like, "You had to tie me up to beat me." There's, There's a word for, for people, people like, like you, faith. loser, loser. <laughs>
0: and it calls back to earlier in the episode Man. where she was talking to Angel, and she's like, "People always
1: said I would end up dead, alone, or a loser." I really do like to like I I kind of love this like like brutal badass part of Buffy, which uh-huh. we don't see a lot. Like, yeah, she is like when she tortures
0: the vampire in. Uh, What is it? uh, It's the first episode of season two when she Mm -hmm. was bad, when she drops the cross into their mouth.
1: Right. This just kind of like where she's this like, (laughs) I mean, it helps that she's really in the right here. (laughs) But like just this just complete like, fuck you, bitch. And like it juxtaposed with like if you've seen the episode before. And Faith is like so haughty and so like <laughs> gotcha, bitch, and like just knowing the whole time that Buffy's like, oh, do you? Right, and, like, exactly. It just makes it so much more like delicious. It's wonderful.
0: Uh huh. So after Buffy calls her a loser, Faith stabs the wall next to her. And she's like, "You're trying to make me mad, so I'll kill you." But I'm too smart for that, are you, Faith? And uh, she's like, S- uh, "You, you got to stick around." And Buffy says, "For your boss's ascension." And now we're we're f- trying to draw the that information lame out. Boss's ascension. Yes, like I couldn't stop it. Right. And she says, you can't. Uh, the mayor's got it wired. He built this town for demons. Uh, we, we haven't heard about that mm. before. To feed on. Uh, come graduation day, he's getting paid. And I- I'm going to be in his right hand. And she's like, if he has hands. <laughs> I'm not clear on that yet. Right. <laughs> Very funny. All your friends are going to be kibbles and bits. Think about that when your BF's cutting into you. Oh, uh, boyfriend. <laughs> I, wrote, I write, I write uh, abbreviations to make sure that I can get through while watching.
1: And then, so then we get, the line and it's where she says i never knew you had this much hate in you and then she says i guess i'm the world's best actor and then says that yeah faith says that and then angel says second best and then (laughs) it's really it's kind of annoying how cheesy this is because it's a fucking great line Uh in a really great moment but then they did this really weird slow-mo thing for like Three or four seconds,
0: like, just Faith turning around to look at Angel, they slow it down
1: to, like, 75%. There's, like, no reason it needed to be in slow-mo. It is so corny and, and strange. I was like, and then then we get the, Buffy's, like, graduation Ma- day, think we missed anything? Yeah, and then Angel says, I think we know everything she knows. May and I Buffy says- psych, psych. <laughs> after shaking off the chains. Yeah. She's like, you played me. You fucking played me. She doesn't say fucking. But <laughs> right. She would have, if it was made today.
0: Yes. Uh, and the Scoobies burst into the mansion and but they're like, what the fuck's going on? And Faith kind of like throws, throws Angel
1: onto Xander. And they're like, I'll- but they're like pointing the crosses at him. Like "Uh, uh what? <laughs> right. And so
0: Buffy and Faith fight uh, and they eventually end up at each other's throats with these sharp instruments. And, and a face like, you can't kill me. If you kill me, you become me. You're not ready for that. And then she kisses yet. Buffy. Yet. yeah. Oh, well, so she says, you're not ready yet. for that. Then she kisses her on the forehead. And then she says, yet. That. <laughs> Mother does not play that. that. Yes. And Faith runs away. Willow asks if Buffy's okay. And we cut to the next scene.
1: I really did love this scene of Willow running to or The thing of Willow running to her and like kind of being like, Buffy. And like comforting her. I liked that. Right, exactly, and because they don't know exactly what's happened
0: yet, and Willow's still thinking that maybe Angel cheated on Buffy with Faith.
1: I also think that Willow's jacket is really cute.
0: Willow's always super cute. He's I like it. Fu- well.
1: It's like the has like the fuzzy hood thing. Sometimes it's bizarre, but still cute. cute. Still, yeah, but no, it was like it's got little like flowers and vines on it or something, and yeah, it's cute, cute, cute.
0: So we cut to Faith's apartment, and the mayor's like, ah, oh, you win some, you will lose some. What counts is the batting average. So you lost some friends, and Faith's like, I wouldn't call them friends. That's,
1: you skipped a scene. I skipped the a scene. The library debrief is next. Oh, shit. I fucking did. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. This is where we get the shaman guy being like, my debt to you is, is now repaid in full
0: yes <laughs> so this is where we learn that giles has uh just got a debt paid back to him by this guy who fades back into the shadows
1: and we really the only real explanation that we get of the whole thing is wesley being like you did you performed a dangerous rod that pres- that's pitted slayer against slayer
0: and worst of all you didn't tell me Oh well, before that, I just have to say Willow's like, "What did you do to Giles?" And he's like, "I introduced him to his oh, wife." Right. And Willow, it looks so unsatisfied. With that <laughs> right. She's, She's like, like Lame. <laughs> "What?" <Lame>. Right. <laughs> and then
1: it. yeah, and then um,
0: and Wesley like threatens to go to the Watchers' Council. With he this. says,
1: "I'm telling the." Ca- he says, am telling the council." Like he's going to go yeah. Tell and
0: them. well, yeah, that's what he's a threat not threatening.
1: Is. He's like going to go do it.
0: Okay, and so, <laughs> and Giles is like, yeah, I think you should. This is dangerous. <laughs> yeah,
1: a rogue. we have a rogue slayer on our hands. I can't think of anything more dangerous. Uh,
0: so, and Buffy's like, well, at least now we know. And uh, they're like, yeah, and we know about the Ascension as well. Well, it's like, graduation day, big, scary, unfun. <laughs> and uh, she's like, at least Angel's not bad, though. That's good, Bri. And Buffy's like, <laughs> she's just not saying anything and then really
1: xander's all like he bit my face in a good way it's a good ruse it's like you fucking deserve that you bitch you take it xander and buffy's like
0: xander he was acting it was just an act mm. <laughs> very melodramatic then we cut to faith's apartment uh the mayor's like uh ah, batting average counts you win some you lose some you lost some friends whatever and she's like i wouldn't call them friends uh, and he says, chin up, I'm not disappointed. I know you'll always have me. Uh, you're, I'm your best and most important friend. Uh, when the Ascension starts, uh, they'll be lucky if there's enough of the in-crowd to fill a pothole. He's like, are you still unhappy? I've got two words for you. Miniature golf. And then he gives her this cheesy smile, and she's
1: like, what? And then eventually she's like... <laughs> so apparently... Um According to IMDb, that laughter wasn't scripted. It was like actually Eliza Dushku breaking at <laughs> the absurdity. I of would the, do that too. It's the villain hilarious. of the movie saying, "Well, you lost all your friends and got caught being evil. Let's go play mini golf." I just
0: want to say this mini golf suggestion uh, brought me back to Ted. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, not mini golf! <laughs> nothing, nothing good ever happens in mini golf."
1: Kyle's not wired that way.
0: And then we cut. To this bizarre ending scene. The shackles, which are kinky.
1: Okay, listen. Hold on. First of all, more geometric handles. (laughs) Now, I have always been irritated at this. I have always been like, she's mad at him for Uh acting. But let's step back for a second. She just reenacted the most traumatic thing that has ever happened to her. So- that's what so I would like to believe
0: that the the creators of this show wanted us to view it that way but I do not think they did at all. I think all of the previous stuff in the episode with the, the like her seeing him and Faith together and being worried about him and Faith and he doesn't mm-hmm. tell me so many things and then she's so upset seeing him make out with her when they're pretending. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the intention was for her to be experiencing P- PTSD about this. Mm-hmm. Now, that would make sense and would be much better writing and it would be great writing if we could actually tell from this scene but we can't it's just so weird and melodramatic she's like i know you were just doing what i asked of
1: you and he's like "Well, that's what makes me think they actually did somewhat have that in mind
0: i i don't
1: think so like i want i really really want to believe that to me i think they added all the other shit because they're like audiences are too dumb to just accept oh she's experiencing ptsd about this because it reminds me a lot of like i mean okay listen i know that jk rowling fucking sucks and just a piece of shit fuck her but like harry potter okay fifth book everybody's always really complained about that book right because harry's very like whiny and very like pissy with everybody in the whole book but like he just watched somebody die in a fucking graveyard after going through this horrendous ordeal. Right. And then nobody talked to him all summer. Nobody like tells him anything and everybody's pushing away from him. So yeah, he gets really fucking angsty. So it makes sense. Right. To me, this is kind of the same thing. And I, I, I I think
0: I would look at it the same way if I
1: thought they effectively presented it to the audience, which is well, well, that's where I'm going next. Like I think, I think, they were like nobody's gonna get all that we need to add this other layer which did not need to be in there about yeah the, and so that, being jealous of faith yeah and thing.
0: that's what makes it really bizarre and like straight people bullshit <laughs> and i was like are the straights yeah. okay what it, is going on it here? does
1: take away from the um because yeah like w- i agree with i know like i'm saying i sound yeah, like yeah, i yeah. don't but i do agree with what you're saying they wrote it to be like it was too hard seeing you kiss her Exactly kind of thing, which is so annoying. Uh-huh. And it, he's So I'm choosing to believe the better reason.
0: He's like, I know how it must've felt for you. And she's like, I don't think you do. And she's like, I, it wasn't even a question of whether you liked it. It's just after I need a little bit of a break. And he's like, uh okay uh, he's well he doesn't say anything he's stone faced and she starts to leave and he's goes you still my girl and she says always and that's when we cut to the credits and no, I was like
1: Harry Potter oh reference just kidding God. that hadn't happened yet
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely but not.
1: um unless you're talking about the timeline of the books themselves in which case it huh? had happened
0: yeah well the, the entire all of the books had happened before the <laughs>
1: anyway universe. um I'll stop talking about Harry Potter so I don't trigger anybody but um yeah. I do think, I, I mean, I do think it's the intention of it is there, but then it was just delivered so should, so not yeah,
0: well. Yeah, it, it definitely could have been written a little bit better. I also want to point out, Zach was not being condescending with that. I wasn't, comment. that's just how I sound. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry,
1: my voice really just sounds sarcastic all the <laughs> yes, time. Like, so I don't trigger any snowflakes. <laughs> that is not how I feel. That yes. is not how I think.
0: <laughs> so uh, we cut to the credits and that's the end of the episode uh i don't think we need an in memoriam for Skyler. rest in peace rip demon i don't know can you rest in peace i'm not sure how that works so <laughs> as we go through each episode we're going to give them a score from one to ten stakes zach how many stakes are you going to give this
1: episode i give it eight because i feel oh. like there are some plot elements that are yeah like, i s- think overall it's a really strong episode but like I do feel like the whole thing with the shaman guy is like a little bit weak, not like really that bad, but like mm-hmm. a little. There's a, a slightly flimsy to me, and then the end part. I don't, uh-huh. I don't like the end part that we just talked about.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit. It's kind of like a Deus Ex Machina. It's a little like it's a little contrived, but I didn't I f- mind
1: it too much. I feel like I really like it. I think it's like the episode itself is really good. It's really well acted. I that's why I got eight, but I do wish. There had been a little bit like more of a breadcrumb type thing for uh, us because I feel like that makes the twist better. Yeah, when you look back and rewatching, you're like, oh fuck, that's what that means. I agree. where there's a thing in it that like kind of it wouldn't give it away the first time you watch it, but then it's like, oh but also like presenting it just so
0: matter of factly like it is it's like we've already they've already taken pains to establish this as a show where like anything can happen like killing jenny and angel turning evil and stuff like that so like there it, it could just be like run of the mill oh this is a buffy plot twist here and then we're like <gasps> actually the status quo is the same at the end of the episode and I, it's kind of like a subversion of a subversion.
1: Yeah, which I respect that part. I think the whole it's concept of it- the way they it, do it is
0: a little bit contrived.
1: The whole, yeah, the whole concept of it is really cool. I think it could have been done like, I mean, <laughs> here I am like, what, 25, 26 years later critiquing it or whatever. I do think it could have <laughs> done, been done just a little bit better, but like overall great episode still.
0: Do you remember what it was like for you watching this the first time? Like, did you believe that Angel had actually lost his soul? Do you remember? Yes you did
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they 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 did their job
1: <laughs> yeah i remember that Ooh, nice i was like oh shit he was acting yeah
0: that's pretty sweet because when i had already watched you know season six before <laughs> watching this so i knew like angel exists after this and he's not a soulless monster so uh mm. spoilers <laughs> <laughs> whoa uh so I am giving this episode, I really like the shaman thing did not distract me at all. I'm giving this episode a 9.5 and my negative 0.5 is for the weirdness that was the last scene of the episode that I was just like, what are these straight people bullshitting about?
1: I don't do a ton of your 0.5 nonsense, but like, I'm just kidding. I don't think it's nonsense. (laughs) I I don't do a ton of the 0.5. I did dally back and forth between eight and nine, but I just went, I ended up going with eight. That's fine. (laughs) uh, but
0: uh, like besides the end I really really I did not expect this episode to be like a great episode, but I thought this episode was really awesome. Yeah, it's very strong. I mean, and seeing Xander get punched in the face is almost enough to make for make up for that last scene. Yeah, I
1: do feel like when we talk about the ratings, we seem to only talk about the parts we don't like about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> to, to justify what we took off or whatever from ten, right. <laughs> but I do want to make sure I'm clear. Like, I mean, an eight for me is like a fucking great episode. That's like a top notch episode. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean. Very strong. And I I I feel like my complaints about it are super minor in this scheme of things. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh Kyle, who is your episode MVP? This is a tough one because I
0: feel like there are three candidates. I feel like the candidates are Buffy, Angel, Angel and Giles. Giles. Yeah. And it was really hard for me to pick one of them. So I'm just gonna pick Pick all all three of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's kinda what I did. I just wrote Buffy, Giles, Angel? with question marks after each one <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right i'm glad we're i wrote jillies in my notes well
1: because yeah well i think giles comes up with a plan that does work out angel and buffy execute the plan kind of equally yeah i think yeah
0: yeah it's pretty awesome and so like i don't a
1: three-way tie mvps
0: uh yeah exactly and i i i th- I think it's completely warranted. So let's move on to a brief queer analysis from our own Zachary Record.
1: Beep, 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 All right. So. Oh. Nope. A for applause. <laughs> Damn.
0: All right. <laughs> Laughter.
1: Sad trombones. Uh. Anyway. Um. So. Uh. Obviously, the queer theme is bondage. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> i to me i thought about like the ruse Uh and the concept of how like have you ever just kind of like purposely kind of stayed in the closet around somebody until you knew it was safe oh absolutely all the fucking time i feel like yeah i mean that was all (laughs) that was not a rhetorical question but it basically could have been yeah (laughs) um like i think that's what the ruse reminded me of and like how they're kind of flushing faith out here and like trying to figure out what's going on with her. And, um, I feel like that's something that's got to be really familiar to lots of queer individuals. Like when you're in a new space with new people where you're like in unfamiliar territory, like, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are just like super able to be like super out and proud and like fearless. But I, I know for others, like it can be a real issue of safety (laughs) Mm -hmm. to like, you know, so you kind of have to like not give away your full self or like not give away all your cards until you're like, Oh, okay. I'm not going to get murdered. Okay. By the way, I suck dick. (laughs) Um, And that's how I tell people all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But yeah, so it's, uh, that's what the whole like ruse situation made me think of and how like, just like another element of that's kind of a current in the show of like how sometimes you have to hide, your truth and your identity to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, And, um, you know, you have to wait around until somebody shows their true colors like faith, Except Faith, instead of Faith being evil, it's the evil of homophobia.
0: Well, and you can even, g- like, go in a little bit deeper and say the real ruse is Faith pretending that she does not want mm. what, like, like she doesn't want to be good like Buffy. Like, that's the mm-hmm. real, like, she's protecting herself from,
1: you know, right. the trauma of having killed someone twice now. As so many gay people have had to deal with. Yeah the trauma of killing somebody yes that one Uh, no no, like uh, but no but for real like the idea that's that does work another way too like like for gay people who are like in denial about it Uh right or queer people sorry not just gay but um you know being more inclusive but yeah another one like the people using the ruse so effectively it works on themselves Uh or they've lied to themselves so much that they built up this persona of who they are yeah very good So, yeah, that is the queer analysis, the the concept of the ruse and, like, using it to protect yourself either from others or from your own Mm -hmm, self-realization of some more healthy than others.
0: And there's also, well, there's also the whole theme of Faith and, like, her, this, like... this idea she had the, the, her feelings her about Buffy, Buffy her obsession yes. with Buffy like how she wants to be her and she wants her life but like very clearly she, she is also like, attracted to yes, her yes she
1: like has feelings about for her too. uh-huh
0: and like it's hard for her to juggle all those things when also she's like Buffy's looking at her like she's this murderer now sometimes mm. and uh this stuff like that and so she's like really swinging the pendulum the other way and like being so antagonistic toward her
1: exactly well it's like his faith is it's like she (laughs) that is i feel like a really uniquely queer thing too where it's like you like are in love with somebody or the idea of somebody but you also like want to be them yes because i mean how many straight guys are like man i just really wish i was my wife right exactly you know what I mean like <laughs> and uh,
0: well I'm sure there are some uh, quote unquote straight guys who really want to be their li- wife who ac- who do actually want to be their wife and they're actually trans lesbians uh?
1: I mean, yeah. So that's
0: that's another, yeah. It's another queer. That like, well, that's the
1: person who is convinced themselves with the ruse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so we're, we talked we're about. are looping already. back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think like that's a really, it's a really insightful point of like the that that kind of uniquely queer thing about like I'm obsessed with you, I love you, I want to fuck you, I also want to be you.
0: Yeah, exactly. All uh-huh. and faith is really going through that in this episode. Mm-hmm. Her faith was strong, clearly. but she needed proof. And uh, it's extra queer because she's also like trying to fuck Angel the entire time. Mm -hmm. So they are saying it on the roof. uh, Yes. Oh, and also I did want to mention that one quote from Faith when she talks about how people said she would end up dead, alone, or a loser. Mm -hmm. Because not necessarily in the 90s was that a big sentiment, but like it wasn't long after like the idea of being gay is like you're going to get AIDS and die Mm -hmm. or you're not going to ever find real love or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's a very, that's a sentiment that can be really relatable to queer people, Mm -hmm. especially from around Mm -hmm. that time.
1: That's right. That's right. So that's what I have to contribute to that. Mm -hmm. That. Well, now that we've queer analyzed it, Kyle, what's the gayest moment of this episode? so this is another one where i have two uh
0: i have two ideas the first idea is um i can't remember the exact quote but like uh it was uh all i can remember is his fist (laughs) 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 and the the second one is pretty obvious it's faith kissing buffy on the forehead Mm. i'm not sure which one i want to go with i definitely prefer
1: that one but
0: I, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm, I'm not going to go with the funny one this time. I'm going to go with Faith Kissing Buffy because it is literally gay. Smooch. So there we go. That's our gayest moment for this episode. Zach, do you want to tell people where they can find us? Yes. Thank you for listening to this long series of tangents. Um, <laughs> you it, liked- it must be an episode of our podcast. Yep. <laughs> must be Monday. Must be Friday or Monday if you're listening.
1: Right, that was my joke.
0: Yeah, but it's Friday because we're recording on yeah. Friday.
1: <laughs> I was going with the air day anyway. um <laughs> So, what was I saying? You can find us. um Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Buffy Gaze Pod. Also, it'd be really helpful if you could. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, you can also follow
0: us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at pod I, I, I started that early by accident again. Uh, or you can... <laughs> Reach out to us through email at BuffyGaze at gmail.com. Leave us a voice or text message at anchor.fm slash BuffyGaze. Please share us with your friends as well. This has been season three, episode 17 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Can, can I, I help you? I was just
1: thinking, Um, I just got very forcibly reminded of Diane Rehm from okay. NPR. Do you know who I'm talking no. about? No. She was this host on NPR for like ever, for a really long time. Uh huh. And she was... She'd, her At the end of her show, she'd be like, like us on Facebook or send us a tweet. And that's just what I thought that's about. That's who I am.
0: Uh, join us next week where we will be recapping episode 18 with some special guests. We're going to be recapping Earshot mm-hmm. with... Tabula Rasa bitches. Hey. We're welcoming Nick and Allie back. If you haven't listened to our episode with them about the unaired pilot that we did before starting season 3, you better go back and listen to it, ya bitch.
1: Right? Also listen to their podcast. It's great.
0: Yeah, they're awesome. They just recently started season 2. They're like 5 or 6
1: episodes in. I think they just did Reptile Boy and they're about mm. to
0: do Halloween.
1: Nice. I am actually behind on it and I've kind of been caught up on all my other podcasts. So I'm planning to like catch up on them. Yeah, so we're super excited to chat with them again. It's gonna be a gay
0: old time. Yeah, uh, with a well, very interesting, a very, <laughs> a very interesting episode, and dare I say, the final filler episode of the season, perhaps. Mm. I think this line's mostly filler, <laughs> or standalone episode, as Allie would call it. Mm. So until next time, I. I'm Kyle. (laughs) And je m'appelle Zach. (laughs) And we are your above gays. (laughs) You look good in bondage, (laughs) Z.